Hello and greetings to everyone out there in that wonderful world of the internet. This is, uh, of course, another fun-filled installment of That's Right, You Catch It, the One Sharp Podcast, where I go ahead and mix all that good stuff of nerd and geeky and Marvel and everything else you can think of, compile it all within a bowl, pour it in a pan, put it in the oven for three to for three fifty, and uh, come out with a wonderful brand new dish just for you. Now, I made a slight change with my setup because I was going to do another character breakdown, and that's still going to happen, but I just recently got a chance to watch this movie, and this movie was amazing. Um, better than I thought it was going to be, so I'm going to go ahead and do a review of Venom. That's right, Venom. It was overall a unique movie, and the fact that they came out with it with the cast that they had was actually very well done. Um, people had their doubts and hopes when the movie was introduced and what they had to offer. But um, aside from what critics have said and from what people have said are two totally different things. And by far this, this movie actually set, set me up to a point to where I, um, I went in with mild ex expectations because i figured it's going to be either good really good great not so great or bad and it's actually up there with actually the good and really good um now if it had its uh its rights via marvel this movie i could see having a lot more potential um but it's a it's a stepping stone. It's something that you just kind of throw out there and just hope that, you know, with this introduction, it's going to be really good. And it was. It really was. Um, but let's break down into the whole gist of this movie. Um, I will throw out a slight warning. There might be a few spoilers but it won't be a lot to where I deter you from the movie. Um, now, first and foremost, let's go ahead and uh, go down just a couple of the people who play their role in certain parts of, of this movie. Um, of course, everyone should know that the lead role, Tom Hardy, um, played Eddie Brock and is the... Uh, host for the symbiote known as Venom. Uh, we have Michelle Williams as Anne Wayne. Um, we have Riz Ahmed as Carlton Drake. And Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy. Now, for most people that have watched the animated series or read the comics growing up, a uh, few of those names are unheard of, but most, uh, I think, two or three of those names are going to be very well known um now their budget was 100 million and seeing that it was an hour and 52 minute long movie and it was rated pg-13 there was my first doubt because most people if not all people wanted this movie to be rated r now in order to make that big leap once again um with deadpool he was under Fox. They made that they made that unique move, and it was a high stakes gamble. But because um, Ryan Reynolds was a huge Deadpool fan, he knew what he was doing with the character. 
Um, I feel like with them doing PG-13 with this particular movie, they wanted to go ahead and make it to where everyone can go ahead and, and make their certain gist or their certain outlook or view of this movie. And, uh, I mean, with it being PG-13 and the fact with certain little actions and, uh, ongoings that were going on, that were being done in the movie could have given it a higher role, but I think they were teetering on that point and they did a very good job with it. Um, now with the ratings, we have IMDB at 7.1 out of 10. We have Metacritic with 34%, Rotten Tomatoes at 30%. Now keep in mind, um, the IMDB rating was actually after, I believe. Yeah, after the movie, but the Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes was before. So that was with the release overseas and critics already getting their hands on this particular movie and saying what they need to say. But like I said, with the critics saying with this movie and then actual people watching the movie, two totally different things. But before I dive fully into this, let's get into the base origin of Venom itself. Uh, and we're going into, of course, Marvel Comic Universe with this. Uh, the alien costume, of course, the one that Spider-Man dons um, during a, I believe it was a Secret War. I I, have, I know the issue. It's just not coming to me. Um, the alien costume that Spider-Man dons is the uh, Amazing Spider-Man issue 252 of May 1984. Then a cameo appearance of Venom. Uh, showed up in Amazing Spider-Man issue number 299 of April 1988. And the full appearance, so basically Venom doing his thing, showing up and giving it all that he has, was uh, Amazing Spider-Man issue number 300 of May 1988. Now, as the movie starts off, of course, getting into the movie... We see Eddie Brock basically being that freelance reporter, which right there, they already donned most of that with the actual comic itself. So they're already sticking to the the note or the notion that this is what he does. This is how he does it. And he's he's uh, the typical. Uh, he has it all. He has a really good job. He has a fiance. Um, nothing can go wrong in his life until it does and it's pretty bad i mean of course you know with going back into the uh storyline with the comics he loses everything you know gets evicted his uh fiance breaks up with him he basically and he loses his job so he just he's back down the square like zero he has nothing nothing at all and um within the first i would say 20 30 minutes of the movie Probably further in, that's exactly what happens. Um, he meets up, of course, with um, with one of the the characters that is running this unique specialized company. Um, the, was it called Life? Yes, it's called Life. Um, Life Enterprises, and they come across a um, a the symbiotes, and um, of course, going back to the beginning of the movie. There is a part where they're coming back into orbit, but the symbiotes attack. And um, and I'm really glad they threw this in. It was real short and sweet, but I'm glad they did it. It was um, J. Jonah Jameson 
or not J. Jonah, his son, I'm sorry, his son gets infected. And they it's it's very brief, but they do throw that in. But it's not the symbiote that you think it's gonna be. Um now going through and getting to that actual part where these symbiotes are finally shown or introduced, um, there are three. There are three that are held captive, and there is one that is out and about. Now, the three that, uh, well, actually, there's one I couldn't really figure out, but the first two, of course, are Venom, and the yellow one, I found out, is Scream. Um, but the one that escapes, and this isn't really ruining anything, you, you do figure it out in the movie, uh, tab it later on, is Riot. And within the lineup of symbiotes, Scream is kind of a mid-level, still strong, probably about as strong as Venom, but Riot's kind of like, he's like the, uh, he's, he's probably the strongest symbiote out there. There are other symbiotes that are just as strong, if not stronger. Um, but of course, as Eddie Brock being the freelance reporter, he sneaks into the facility, he gets infected by the symbiote, and of course the strange happenings are going on. And when it, it finally comes down to him being chased through most of the town, which um, really good action scenes from the initial hap oh, you know, happening and ongoing to him finally donning the symbiote as a suit or as another being. Um, it was, like I said, it was a huge um, buildup to set character and then Venom finally shows itself and the overall graphics the look of Venom itself was actually really, it was done really well. It was actually amazing. Uh, um, I mean, when you see Eddie Brock, you know, after the chase scene, he's messed up. He's mangled. He fell off his motorcycle. He's going at it full force. Now, for most people that do know, but for the others that do not know, if you are infected by a symbiote, um, and you receive a lot of damage via your body, the symbiote will heal you because it is a part of you. And in doing so, you're granted with unique powers. And Eddie Brock sees that, but he it doesn't really dawn on him until after the fact. Now, the one thing from the symbiote from Spider-Man 3, uh, and this particular symbiote, is that this symbiote actually is tougher and not skinny or scrawny like the one in three. Like they, they were, I feel like they could have done more with that particular Venom. I feel like they rushed into the concept or idea because let's have Venom kind of like how Spider-Man is. But I mean, from that Venom to this Venom, it's really a huge difference. You know, that one, the voice could have been more menacing, and that's what they changed with this one. Um, that, like I said, going back, that Venom had a... It was skinny. It was, you know, just there because it had the one up on Peter Parker. This symbiote... Now, keep in mind, and I will throw this out here now and maybe later on throughout this podcast, that um, people were complaining that there wasn't a Spider-Man. Not a lot of people complained, but I've heard of quite a few people. And I will say, I will throw this out. 
it wasn't a it's a marvel movie but it's in association with marvel so they can only do so much and because sony once had the rights to um to spider-man but then marvel got those rights back marvel can now do what they can with spider-man but they can't do it with venom and because a venom movie movie has been made they could possibly get the rights maybe not now but later on get the rights to venom and then somehow throw them in the marvel universe but trying to find a spot to put a a a person affected by a symbiote get affected by peter parker obtain his powers and then go back to his original host i mean there there is a way of doing it but there it has to be the right way so by them doing that they can they can probably make this more this movie or the story between venom peter parker and eddie brock more elusive more built up i mean for all we know we could possibly see a combination to where the symbiote gets lost meets up with peter parker fuses with peter parker loves him to death but then you know peter parker doesn't like it gets it off and goes back to the so his original host which venom then could you know be kind of butthurt and try and you know hunt down and kill spider-man or hurt spider-man but i don't think that would happen because there would probably be a point to where they could actually fight and work together which um venom does fall within the category as being an anti-hero and um he does it really well um and you see this within the movie because you see venom go from uh typical i want to destroy your uh, your planet hunt all humans down uh and basically conquer everything here but he has a sudden change of heart because you know eddie brock has shown him compassion and what the what earth looks like and um the city the symbiote surprisingly grows a heart so think the grinch but okay not much the grinch but it's dark it's menacing and it bites off a lot of heads so the whole you know concept saying of you know don't bite off more than you can chew it doesn't really apply to venom at all it it doesn't trust me um and um you also get introduced with the main villain later on even though you kind of notice who it is and how he acts but um once he gets his symbiote won't say which one um his fight breaks out which by the way i will say this um even though venom doesn't don the the spider on his chest he's still menacing he's powerful he's fast you you see it firsthand you also see how he gets affected by um fire and supersonic attacks which once again they did their research with this they did a great job taking venom eddie brock and doing that symbiote um unison or that symbiote uh um relationship with this and and i was drawn within the movie from the beginning to the end um i will also say this for most people that haven't watched it yet there are two end or post end credit scenes so if you're watching this movie and you want to sit through and see that exactly what happens or you know the little added tidbit to this movie just sit through it watch that post end credit scene you will not be disappointed especially with the second one which is dealing with a particular movie that's coming out december 14th so um if you look up that movie that's on that particular day 
mark it on your calendars because we're going to deal with even more of a spider verse than we uh could ever hope for and it's not going to be on comics it's going to be out there of course you've probably seen the trailers because they've been circulating ever since um i think they came out with a second one but i'm not entirely sure but um the movie really draws you in it has comedy it has action has drama but the i mean the comedy was actually within the right spots within the movie because eddie brock doesn't know what's going on until he finds out and figures out how to work with him um and how other people who are affected or influenced by um eddie brock and his now new quote-unquote best friend um acquaintance it's it's something to truly hold and believe and um last the the final boss fight was actually done really well and um of course of course because even though it's in association with marvel you can't you can't not have stan lee stan the man in this particular movie and it's towards the end it's towards where i i won't say anything because i don't want to spoil everything you know this movie is very intriguing and if you do get a chance to watch it watch it um which i will i will also throw out um because i went through this movie with mild expectations i actually got to um like i said dive deep more into how this movie was produced and how it was made and how certain characters play through with their you know with their roles in this movie and it was done really well it was done to a point to where i actually want to buy the blu-ray digital copy when it comes out it's that good at least in my book so i will put out my special um <laughs> my review number for this and i'm gonna give it a solid eight i'm gonna give it an eight because it had a lot of potential um there's a few things they cut out which could have made the movie either more intriguing interesting um you could you know basically just jump in there and just just enjoy it um there could have been a couple things they could have added taken out but the fact that um they made the symbiote just uh, the symbiote was done really well uh which i believe was also voiced by tom brady i could be wrong um and just i just everything with this movie was just really awesome and you know i noticed more people enjoying it as opposed to you know some of the mainline critics but that's mainline critics they that's their thing they they nitpick on small things and they 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 tear it apart basically but it's it's i i don't even want to say it's a cult classic but it's it's within that 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 thin line that very thin line um but yeah i really enjoyed this movie uh, two post-end credits. I give it an eight out of ten. Phenomenal. If you do get a chance to watch it, please watch it. But like I said so many times, go in with mild expectations because you never know. Because you might enjoy it, you might kind of enjoy it. But if you read the comics and you know what Venom's all about and you know what he can do, aside from what could make the movie rated R, you know, keep that in a side pocket because it's Venom. They could always do a reboot. Or they could always do another movie where it gets bloodier. But they, it takes time, you know. You can't just throw rated R on a certain movie like that and just, you know, oh, I just can't wait for the blood and the carnage and bloodshed. No, 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 no. Give that some time. 
this movie will actually make you want to watch it again. And if you buy it, then congratulations. It's actually worth your, it's, it's going to be worth the money. I feel like it is. Um, yeah. So with all that being said, that is my review for Venom. Um, I, I hope this guides you to, or I hope this podcast, ah, words, my, I hope this helps you, um, make a decision that if you still want to check out Venom or if you just kind of want to wait, but, um, like I said, give it a try. It's definitely worth a shot. So with all that going, you know, all that put out there, um, hope you enjoy, hope you have a good time. So until then I'm signing off. This is Nick with the one sharp podcast. And, uh, I hope to talk to you soon. Excelsior.